Hello and welcome to the Drop a Stitch podcast. I'm your host, Natalie. And I'm your other host, Danny. And today we are continuing on in our Market 101 series with a market setup, what you need. Mm-hmm. I am just grabbing my project. I forgot it on the table. <laughs> Looking at it, I'm like, no. Um, but we're good now. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. How was your week? It was good. My weeks are flying by. Yeah. It's insane. I know. That's what I feel every Monday. I'm like, it's how? Monday again. How like, is it again? I feel like... Monday, especially since now we're actually recording this on a Tuesday for this yes. for this week. So it's yeah. even worse because we lost an extra day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Every time I'm like, how is it yeah. Monday again? I feel like I was with Natalie yesterday. Yeah, and then you and blink and you're back. It's, it's I know. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. But I know. No, it was a good week. Um, wait, listen, we have a basement floor. You did it. And by basement floor, I mean like we have concrete. Oh. <laughs> because we had dug so that we could do a plumbing rough in and slash redo our entire plumbing of the house. And now we have we're back to where we started. We have a floor again. <laughs> Well, at least you have a bathroom, no? Wait, um, did you do it? Not yet? Not a bathroom. I mean, we have pipes coming out of the ground to put a bathroom in. We have to frame first, and then we'll install a temporary toilet. Oh, okay. Until we can finish everything else and have a more permanent setup. Yeah. But it's coming together. It's coming together. I worked hard on the hardwood floors of the upstairs last weekend. Um it's an old house and the hardwoods have shifted and there is about 80 years worth of oh my God. junk stuck in the cracks of the hardwood. You, uh, If you wanted some bobby pins, girl, there is, I put, must have put on it at least 80 bobby pins. And th- they had this necklace, I'm assuming that they love, that had all these little white beads that were stuck in all the cracks of all the hardwoods. So I pulled all those out. Um, also someone used to sew at that house because a little pins like little sewing pins yeah there were so many of those so yeah it was fun it was fun scraping all that up from the cracks of the hardwood and then we pushed we squished a hardwood back together and then we solidified it from under yeah so now it's solid Mm -hmm. it's good it's looking much better nice next step is wood filler then sending and then we're ready to varnish. So it's nice. still a ways away, but yeah. we're making progress. One step at a time. Yeah. But in bigger news, aside from the house, I finally figured out how to make my rainbows Yay! square. You guys have heard me talking about my rainbow blanket. For a while. Since we started the podcast. Yes. Or close to it. <laughs> she was supposed to have it ready and published and announce her pregnancy on her Instagram at the end of April. Yeah. We're in June. But we all know how busy you are. So you are... Hey, it's only... You're good. Okay. End of April, beginning of June. That's one month different. (laughs) That's one month. It's only one month. It's not bad. For me, that's not bad. Yeah. For you, it's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I have no time to crochet. I know. No time at all. Like, I do most of my work here and... I know. That's what... Mathing doesn't work while you're trying to record a podcast. That's what I was going to say. I feel like this moment is a blessing. The fact that we're chatting... While we have cameras and all that situation, but we're chatting and crocheting, it feels like that's my only like break. A little I get break. In the week. Yeah, that's my only break. I'm no. rush, rush, rush. This is my only break. But anyways, I found enough time this week 
to finally figure it out properly. I learned crochet chart in order to figure out this pattern. Yeah. Thanks to Danny. The best. So, it's the best. If you guys don't use crochet charts, please. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should do an episode on crochet charts. Yes. We should totally do that Unless after the, the, series. The, the series. Yeah. But yeah. So anyways, I learned crochet chart. I figured it out. The math that wasn't mathing before now maths. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm yeah. happy with how it goes. All the sides are even. Everything is great. It is much better. I like I had a square that I played with and then when I thought I had it figured out at one point, I like finished a square and then I started another and then that's when I realized I didn't have it figured out and then <laughs> went back and forth and then did the crochet chart and then fast forward a month that and is. then I figured it out and then I put the two squares side by sides and like we're in another world. Like this is so much better. Like the other yeah. one was like a 15% and this is like a 100%. Yeah. So I'm so happy <laughs> with it now and so I can finally square up my rainbows and put them together and make this blanket a thing finally and it's going to be done before baby <laughs> comes i can now confi- I confidently say that yeah <laughs> which i couldn't not do and it's ago. gonna be so nice too so pretty it's gonna be beautiful like i i, I love it so yeah well how was your week oh it was great what's I, new with you oh i decided okay so let me just sorry there it's just moving on its own. Just stay there, microphone. Her microphone is just yeah, slowly walking away from her. <laughs> so I have been talking about getting my citizenship for a while now. And my PR expires next year. Your PR being your permanent my residence. My permanent residence. And this weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it now. I o- I always knew I wanted to do it this summer, but I was like, you know, this weekend I said, okay, I'm going to do it now. And I didn't know, but this it's new. When you go and log into their website, you can do the application online. And they said that since you create your account, you have 60 days to file and to send your application. If not, your account is going to be deleted. Okay. And I was like, okay, the pressure's on. (laughs) So I finally decided to do that. And then you have to do an English test, which is tomorrow. And I don't know why. um, I'm not nervous, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel... I mean, it's always nervous when you get tested on something, no matter what it is. You're always like, ooh. I feel confident with my level of English. And I think that... It's not a thing of passing or not passing the test because you don't pass or not pass the test. They're just testing your level. So you're either going to have like a high level of the language that you're you're speaking or you're going to have a low. They're going to basically rank you like beginner, intermediate or whatever. It's it's 1 to 12. Okay. So I said to myself, I'll be happy if I get on all the categories above 10. Yeah. And I don't know what is the number that they ask you for the citizenship to to have, because I'm sure they ha- they yeah they must have a standard like you must be a six out of twelve or something yeah something like that. So yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs> so everything is happening really really fast. I decided to do this on Saturday, I think. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, on Saturday. Then I went on their website and I booked the um, test and the only time they had available was tomorrow 
And then I, so I was like, okay, it's either tomorrow or at the end of the month and I only have 60 days to file this. So I just want to get it done with. Yeah. Plus then you don't have to stress about it for a month. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. Like it's done and over with. And then you're like, okay, I can breathe now. Yeah. So I booked it for tomorrow and then I went yesterday to get my eyebrows done. And then before that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Shoppers. I need to drop off a package. The Shoppers is a pharmacy here where they have Canada Post, which is the, what's it called? The shipping company. Yeah. And I was like, I need to drop off a package. And at the same time, I'm going to take my picture because I, I also need a picture, like a passport kind mm-hmm. of picture. So I took the picture and I'm like, okay, things are moving. I have everything. I send already. And the thing is that because it's online... Um, there's steps and you can just fill whatever you have until it's done and then you can send it. That's neat. Yeah. So now I only have to send the English test and then... You're done. I'm done. Well, and then I have to pay. (laughs) Well, yeah. But then you're done that part of the application. And then I'm done the the application, yeah. And then it's going to come... I feel like the part that is been holding me back is the citizenship test. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of Canadians that would fail that test. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm really bad with dates. And I've seen before um, what kind of questions they ask. And there are a lot of uh, dates. And I'm really like bad historical, with dates. Like historical, yeah. like what happened when. Yeah. Like, I mean, and the thing is like when these did these happened and then they give you like four options of different dates. Yeah, so it confuses so you it's while like, it's oh. also giving you choices if you don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I would have been good at that had it been when I was in high school and I learned that stuff because don't ask me anything. Well, Kale knows a lot of history, but he doesn't know, like, Canadian history. He loves... Well, he learned it in school. A lot of history from anywhere in the world but Canada. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's not helpful. Lame Canadian. Yes. So I'm 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 happy that I'm gonna know a lot of Canada history by the end of <laughs> all my studies. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Besides that, that's pretty new. Um. That's a big thing. That's it's big. I'm super excited to finally have that done because it's funny. It's I a ha- big step. It is, and it's funny because every anytime we go we go travel, um. I have all my family's passports. I'm the one that holds everybody's passport, you know, the mom. And I just get all the documents together. And I have kills and I have my kids. And they're all the nice blue passport. And mine is the only different color one. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm the black sheep of the family. And I said sheep, not cheap. Cheap. For, the, for those that <laughs> know the joke. Oh, I'm so the black cute. sheep of the family. Look at you acing your English exam right? here tonight. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, tell me, what are you working on? My rainbow blanket. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said that. Now that I figured it out, I'm mm-hmm. full on blasting ahead, making some squares. Nice. What are you working on? I'm working on a new blanket squares. pattern, another <laughs> square. So I'm making a blanket that it's going to be granny squares. And it's super cozy and I need a bunch of squares. So I'm making the squares. There you go. Yeah. So on to tonight's episode. We are doing market setup and what you need for your setup. Yeah. 
Well, I think the basics are pretty obvious, but also I feel like they're the things that you might forget if you're not used to doing a market. Mm -hmm. You need a table. You need chairs. Chairs. And you need something to cover your table, such as a tablecloth. Yep. Um, And I mean, you may not need it. I have them. You don't have them. What? Table and chairs to bring. I have chairs. You have chairs. You don't I don't have, a table. have tables. I always rent them because I just I have an SUV, but I don't I don't have a truck, and I don't want to. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather rent them. I would highly suggest getting one because over time it will save you money if you have the space to bring it. Yeah. Because you rent them for what, like fifteen, twenty dollars of every market. Like fifteen bucks, yeah. Yeah. So in like four to five markets you've bought the table basically yeah that's true um <laughs> she's like no i didn't know but that. okay so the thing with me is that the market that i u- i do the most mm-hmm. it, the tables are the long one the eight by no four by eight or three by eight no it's it's the long one yeah it's eight feet no it's i think it's ten it might be ten but what do you mean eight by? It's it's a ten. The, you mean the booth? No, no, no. The the table. Okay. It's ten feet. Okay. And? So because it's ten feet, I usually rent two. So two tables of ten feet in my SUV but plus everything. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. But no, those ones don't. No, theirs don't, but no. you can buy them that fold. I have that. That are ten Yeah. They fold in two. The one that's 10 feet long. Mm-hmm. It falls in two. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> She's like, oh. But yes, okay. So if you're getting a table, I would recommend a folding table. Yes. We're talking like those plastic table with the metal legs um, yeah. that the legs fold down and the actual table folds in two. They have so many different sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have eight feet. They have 10 feet, like whatever. I'm pretty sure it's, how big is your booth? 10 by 10. Yeah, so your tables are eight. No, it's 10. No, it's because you put one like this and one oh, like this. Yes. So your tables are eight and they fold in two. That's exactly the table I have. But that, that one doesn't fold No, theirs don't because they like have wood. them there, but yeah. the plastic ones do. Okay. That's what I have. Okay. I have two tables that are eight feet that fold in two. Where did you get it? Costco or Canadian Tire or Walmart or two out of those three. Okay. <laughs> they all have them. <laughs> okay. I'm going to look into it because... If it it's worth it. So if you have the room, like if depending on what you're making and how much you're bringing and what kind of car you have, if you have the room, highly recommend getting a table because it will save you on fees every single time. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, in four to five markets, you've bought one of the tables. So yeah. if you're planning on doing a lot of market, it's great. Plus, like I use that table all the time. I'm working yeah. in the garage, working on a project, slap a tarp on it, work over to that table. If yeah, I'm ha- having people over for Christmas, put the table in the living room. That's extra true. table. Like, I use it all the time. It's like my extra table for everything. So okay. it's not just for markets. So I actually find it useful. Yeah. Um, and then you need folding chairs, which I use the folding chairs I have at home that are extras if people come. <laughs> Yeah, I think e- so. even for the kids' birthday parties, it would be yeah. really helpful to have them outside. So Yeah, and you can okay. do a buffet, and you can yeah. do, like, yeah, they're very practical. Um, so, okay, the first thing, you know, the basics that Natalie was saying, I would put before that 
to find out exactly how much space you have. Yes, if you already know what market you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you if you know what market you're doing, they're going to tell you how much space you have or they should tell you how much space you have. And based on that, you can get like Natalie was saying, a table that is eight, they have also six. They have six, they have five, they have four. Mm -hmm. I think they have 10. I'm pretty sure that yeah, they have 10. They have I think they might even have like 12. Like they have so many different sizes of this same yeah. style of table. Um and so like if you know already what market you want to do or like I mean if you don't I would just go with an eight foot table I feel like that's pretty standard yeah. in the market world most of the time your booth will be 10 feet mm-hmm. um, and you may need two tables so that you can do an L shape like an outwards L or an inverted L depending on how you're setting up your things yeah um, but yeah and yeah, so it, it that's going to depend if you, where you're located in that market, if you're in a corner or if you're in a, in a row or whatever. But um, we are in here assuming that because you are learning about markets and you want to do markets for the first time, or maybe this is your second or third time and you're just learning and you don't have a crazy setup. Yeah. Because you can go above and be beyond with your setup and actually not need a table and chairs at all. But we're talking about beginners. Your most standard and, beginning Yes. Setup. And even I feel like I'm pretty senior in these. Yes, you and are. And I still <laughs> use a table and chairs and crates. So, you know, it depends on the market too. There are markets that probably will... You want to be a little bit more fancy and maybe change your setup a little bit. There are markets that will give you less space. So maybe that eight-foot table is not going to work and you're probably going to need a a smaller one. But that is something that you're going to start learning as you go and you do markets and you find your markets. So that's why I like to rent my tables because not every time I will have the same space. But... Um, I think it's still, like Natalie said, worth it to get at least one table yeah. and that you can use it. You, you're you going to be able to use it pretty much all the time. Yeah, you can use it at home for so many things. So it's not like it's wasted and it's just for markets. Yeah. Um, But it's definitely something, I mean, it's the base of everything, but it's mm-hmm. also something that you don't necessarily need depending on what markets you're doing. They may have already like tables for you like so it was my first year doing market last year one of the markets that I've made tables were included it was free you didn't have to pay to rent the table that's awesome um, so I just and I wasn't 100% sure so I had brought mine in case and just didn't take it out of the car and that was perfect mm-hmm. um, and then the other market I did was an outdoor market and that was the opposite you had to bring your table you had to bring your chairs you had to bring everything and not only that but you had to bring a tent to cover your setup so yeah. that in case it rained or whatever that is if you're doing an outdoor market yes so that's something you'll have to think of too depending on your area if you're somewhere where it's hotter and it's most of the markets are outdoor um, a tent is a great idea um, some markets it, require that no some markets require it it protects you from the sun which is always nice it protects your stuff from the sun but it also from the rain if it starts raining it mm-hmm. at least gives you a little bit of time to pack up your stuff and not have everything be ruined by the water um, if you're doing then, if you're doing the out, outdoor market and you have a tent 
have weights. Have weights, yes. You do Actually, not want the your tent Actually, the market that I did that was outdoor, they wouldn't allow you to have a tent if you didn't have weights. So um, you needed 15-pound weights at every, like, leg of the tent, at every corner. And, sorry. And so... Um, I just got off Amazon these like bags that have basically like two tubes that I filled with rocks and then you just kind of like strap them around the leg mm -hmm. so it's they're very heavy and they hold the tent beautifully it was super simple super easy um, so that's the basics as far as tablecloth goes you can use any old tablecloth personally I like a tablecloth that goes all the way down to the ground same because like, you can hide because you can hide under. your stuff like from where you're sitting depending on how you do your setup but you can hide extra stock mm -hmm. stock ex Ooh, you can hide extra stock <laughs> under your table <laughs> under your table yeah. you can hide supplies um, that you are going to need to sell or whatever you can hide like your cash box or whatever you can hide you know i mean if you're doing your a lunch market, <laughs> your lunch yeah that's what i was going to say your lunch your water bottle yeah your advils like mm -hmm. whatever you may need you can hide that under and so having a tablecloth that goes to the ground is great because your the underside of your table doubles your storage while you're there yeah think of a store they have a back store for a reason your under the table becomes your back store if your tablecloth is low enough to cover it yeah and personally i find if i mean if it's your first market like don't stress about it too much but like if you're planning on doing more market it's worth investing in a tablecloth that's long enough and you can use like a bed sheet you can use like i've seen so oh, many i use people bed use... sheets for so long yeah so many people <laughs> use so many things like as long as it's long enough that it can go to the ground yeah um because like it doesn't look super pretty when you're walking around a market and you see all the extra stuff under and the piles of like messy stuff because it's yeah. like tossed under it's not pretty so i table chair tablecloth to the ground I do not like the stretchy elastic tablecloths. That is personal preference. Don't the come ones that you me. stretch around the legs kind yeah. of thing? Don't come at me for that, but it's for the same reason as Natalie was saying. It's because I always have so much extra stock under the tables that I don't want people to see that. It looks ugly. And I also have heard that those tablecloths wear a lot, a lot faster because mm -hmm. they're stretch, they are stretching so much on the table. It looks nice if you're selling, I don't know, jewelry or something that you don't need to have a lot of stock under the table. They yeah. look very pretty. But for me, I find that just a regular tablecloth, I bought mine off of Amazon. It came, I think it, no, it didn't come with two because you need only one tablecloth. Yeah. I bought two because I usually have two tables and it was great white I just got plain white they are these nice and thick material they were super affordable and if they get dirty because they touch the ground I just put them in the washing machine with bleach because it's white so mm -hmm. who cares and they get super clean super nice and and yeah and I, you're talking about white but I think that's important to note too depending on what your branding is like and what your style is like mm -hmm. this is kind of an opportunity for you to have your your tablecloth kind of showcase your brand. Yeah. So if you're, you know, doing all natural stuff or like whatever, if you're more into recycled fibers and whatever, you can have like a more natural looking tablecloth, like a beige or something. Yeah. Um, you can have a black one if you're, you know, whatever. It's it's an opportunity for people to recognize your brand too. Yeah. Though I want to say that the color 
matters yes in your setup because you want to attract people and the darker your booth is the less visible it's gonna be yeah it can work for some people's style like if you're doing all neon yeah project like it can yeah. work in some style but i feel like generally speaking lighter colors is better yeah lighter colors are better and also um well, we'll we'll keep going on on our list and the things that you you need for your setup but i would highly recommend having light colors for everything and then you can go crazy like i did one market and i put lights around my crates and things like that but mm -hmm. you know we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> okay so since you have the size of your booth you know you have the basics you now need to choose your display yes how do you want to display your items most people or knitters use or not just knitters but a lot of people use yeah. crates because it's easy cheap and very accessible very accessible There's some everywhere yeah. Um, I think it's important to note here when we're talking about choosing your display, um, you don't want to just lay your items flat on a no, table. Um, and we'll talk about this more in the next episode, how to how to properly display your your things when you're setting up. But you want to be able to elevate items so that it's not people are not looking down at your table, but they can look around and see different <laughs> things. It, it's great for you because it allows you to have more space yeah. and it's great for people because it's so much more visually appealing. Yeah. So you'll want to find different creative ways of bringing stuff higher on your table. So crates, shelves of different kinds. You can have like, some people have like, you know those things that you separate rooms, like room dividers yeah. that you can kind of fold. Some people have that and hang things on it. Like yeah. there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it. Yeah. And like this is where you get to be creative and have fun and do something fun with it. Um, but it's it's important to have that. So kind of choose what you want to do. I would say... A lot say, of people use um, shelves from Ikea because they're very affordable yeah. and they're easy to assemble and disassemble. And... Um, Crates, shelves. Shelves, you mean shelving units. Yeah, shelving like, units, yeah. yeah. Shelving units. Um, I think, honestly, crate is probably the most popular ones. Yeah. Because you can find them anywhere and you can paint them any color that you want or yeah. leave them natural or stain them or do whatever. I'm going to um, leave, sorry to interrupt you. I'm going to leave a picture in here. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to leave a picture right here of my, one of my first Etsy markets where I did crates and I painted them in this beautiful blue, like a bright light blue. I don't know, like like an aqua. Like a teal kind like of Like a thing? teal, like very light teal though. No, okay. no dark. And it was very attractive. Like when people walked down the aisles, you could see my table just because of the color of my crates. And because they were higher, yeah, you could see the colors of the crates, and oh, I also had lights, so that made it like pop, and I got so many people. I think because of that too. And why did you paint them white? I painted, <laughs> <laughs> I painted them white because 
I started using different yarns and I already had a lot of colors and I felt like it was just easier and I also think it's because I was using them at the time also in my house okay as a form of display and I just didn't want that colorful in my house mm-hmm. so that I paint that's why I painted the white but um I think it's a great option imagine painting them like in a light pink mm-hmm. like a baby pink all those colors that when you're walking you it's it's eye catching right it, yeah. people are just going to be like like already turning their head and be like whoa yeah. you know um so yeah have your display how you want to display your items the and other these are crates and shells but you can have baskets for smaller yeah. items you can have like you can play around with it. If you have longer items, you can have a clothing rack. Yeah, that's what I use for my scarves and Yeah, cowls. for blankets, scarves, cowls. Yeah. Like, clothing racks are great, depending on what you're making. If you're making garments, if you're making, yeah, like, whatever, a clothing rack can be a great way. For example, for my booties, I made my father-in-law to build me. It's almost like a stairs. Yeah, it's like, like a, a th- stairs. tiered Tier, yeah. Stand, but yeah. Like, yeah, it looks like little stairs. Yeah. I, so because the only way I could have more booties displayed without having them l- laid flat on the table, it was to put them in that, um, what's it called? That, that little shelving thing. And it's almost like stairs. Yeah. So you have them, you know, I had the small sizes at, on the top and then just go down. And I was able to display so many more um, booties. And that is also another great thing is that if you like woodworking and if you are handy doing that, you can always make your own displays as you need. And that it's also going to make them one unique to probably cheaper than buying, you know, like a whole thing. Yeah. And um, because he made it from scratch and I got the wood and then I stained it myself and or I I painted white. And, you know, it was cheaper than actually buying one that it was like half of the size. And you can make whatever you need. Use your imagination. Use Pinterest too. Like if you Google, like either search on Google on Pinterest or whatever, you'll find so many displays and so many display ideas and pay attention. Like if you're close to market season in your area, pay attention. So many makers are going to share their like, hey, I'm at this market this weekend. And they take like a shot of like their or like a video of their booth. And so, so many times I've like stopped it and like screenshot it. Like, oh, this looks cute. I like this idea. Yeah. And like, so it kind of gives you ideas. So like try to pay attention to what other people are doing. Look on Pinterest. There's so, 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 so many different ways that you can make. A lot of people make their own displays too because they can customize it, make it foldable, make it like easy to assemble. For example, when my father-in-law made the booty display, he made it in a way that I didn't need any tool to assemble it and that I could take every single piece and store it flat. So then I wouldn't have like a random shelf thingy, you know, like there mm-hmm. um so he because he likes doing that and he really loves woodworking he was able to do that with no problem and 
Um, now I can take it apart and put it together super easy and very, very fast. So that is key whenever you're doing a market. Yep. Um, and then the other things that you need to consider for your markets is not just the things you need to put your items you know, on top, whether that it's crates, shelving units, or whatever. But you also need things to display the item itself or showcase the item itself. Mm -hmm. And that is mannequins. If you're selling hats, you need to have mannequins. And it doesn't have to be like a full mannequin. It can just be a mannequin head. head. Yeah, just the the foam head. Is that how it's it's called? Styrofoam? Styrofoam Styrofoam heads, yeah. Mm -hmm. They sell it at Michael's. It's super cheap. You just put a base or something so it doesn't fall anywhere, tip over. And you need to display your hats if you're selling hats because people need to see how that thing looks. And it's also going to elevate your products even more. So get mannequins. Also get mirrors. People need to see yes. how the hat if looks If you're like. selling anything that people can wear, whether that's a scarf, whether it's a hat, whether mm-hmm. it's anything that people can wear. A headband. Even a scrunchie, really. Scrunchies, yeah. Anything that people can wear. You need mirrors. People want to see how it looks on them. Mm-hmm. And it's really annoying if there's no mirror. So having a mirror there is going to be great. It's going to indicate people that they can try it on, which can be annoying sometimes because you do get these customers that try everything on. But (laughs) most of the time, if you're going to the store, you're not going to fall in love with something unless you can touch it and put it on, right? So it's the same thing if you're shopping in market. If the people allow you to... Are you okay? It broke. broke. Oh, that's so annoying. It does that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just hear tuck. tuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you can have something for people to look into, they're gonna see how it looks on them, and it's gonna be, it's gonna sell your product so much better. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like we were talking slightly about branding earlier. You need to have a sign with your business name. Please. Your logo. People need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's how you'll get recognized. And that's how people will be like, hey, I saw you last year. Or you were here yeah. a few weekends ago. And then people, like, they recognize you. And then year after year, you'll get the same customers coming back because they know who you are. Okay. I want to tell a little teeny tiny story that happened to me last, my last market of from last year. I had these people that were really, really, really nice across from me, across from my table. They were selling jewelry and like really nice jewelry. But for some reason, I don't know, they didn't have a mirror. And I know. And I had, I think, three. I always have like a lot of mirrors because I have two big ones and then I have a a couple um, little ones in, that you can hold because sometimes you have more than one customer at once and it's kind of annoying when they have to wait there because the one customer is trying 20 hats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always like having a lot of options. I just get them at the dollar store, the ones that you can yeah, the hold, the ones. hand ones. It's great because they can just move it around and see. And then the other ones that are a little bit more fancy that I got at Ikea that you can move so then you can adjust, you know, for their height. And I have like two or three, I think, on my display but anyways um so these people across from me they didn't have mirrors because every time I was sitting there I would get like two or three people coming to my booth to use my mirror to see their jewelry 
And I was like, you're selling mm. jewelry. People want to try them on. They need to see how it yeah. works. Please have a mirror. But that's something, honestly, until you told me, like, have a mirror. It's not something I would have initially thought of. Really? No, I just, I mean, if you've done market, it's so obvious. Like, you yeah. know how much, you know how much people like to look at themselves. But like, if you, you've never done it, you don't know. I wouldn't have thought of it until you told me. I mean, I feel like if I would have been there, I would have been like, oh, shoot, I need a mirror. Yeah. Like, this is so obvious. But if you've never done it and with so many other things to think about, that's the one thing that I for sure would have not thought about. Yeah. And would not have brought. I feel like, um, and again, I'm saying it almost at the end of the, the episode, but we are going to leave a little list in the description of the items that we think is, you know what I was thinking too? What? That I could make a blog post of each episode on my website so then mm -hmm. people can go and read the whole thing. Are you going to try like write it? Yeah. Okay. It's not going to be really long. It's just going to be like a little oh, recap like... of what we talk about okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the list of things. And maybe we can yeah, put sure. some links and stuff. Okay. I'm going to do that. And I said it, so I have to say it. <laughs> so I have to do it now. Um, so, yeah. Besides the mirrors, the mannequin heads for your hats, you need um, the signs with the, your business that Natalie was saying. Mm -hmm. And also, you need a little sign that's going to tell the customers that you take all forms of payments. Or if not, which forms you do take. Mm-hmm. And you should take all forms, all form of payments because yes. that's gonna increase your customer base, customer, like the amount yeah, of people that can buy. Mm -hmm. Some people only do debits, some people only do credits, and some people don't want to pay the credit fee, so they don't accept credits, which is silly because yes, Makers, you pay a little you percentage of the sale but at the end it's worth it you know it, it so. allows you to have that sale that you might not have had before mm -hmm. especially if you're selling like you know more expensive items like you know merino wool hats that are 75 dollars. like that's not a small chunk of money mm -hmm. and so if you're selling higher priced items you want to have you know debit or especially credit um, because a lot of people use that. They get points on their credit card. They're motivated, mm -hmm. you know. Trouble points. <laughs> exactly. And so, and obviously with that, and, and we mentioned this in a previous episode, like a square reader is a great way to have access to interact or credit. Um, and then obviously you need like a cash box mm -hmm. so that you can keep cash or somewhere, anything, if you're wearing a belt bag or fanny pack, as they used to be called. You can store your money in there, whatever way is easiest for you, but something to put the money in. And also, depending on how long your market is, yes. you might need to consider getting an extra battery thingy to charge your, your square phone and, your, and square. your phone. Yeah, both <laughs> your phone and your square reader because. The square reader, the basic one that's the little square that reads, you know, the, the cards, it's connected to your phone via Bluetooth. Yeah. So your phone is going to be using battery and, you know, if you are taking pictures or taking videos or also chatting with your family or also chatting, you know, with friends, you're going to use your battery. And if it's more than one day or a long day, 
you might need an extra battery support if you don't have an outlet, which most markets don't have an outlet, mm -hmm. um, unless you're on the wall or because you actually require yeah. an outlet. Um, you might consider to have one of those. Like if I get into this big market, I will for sure bring the one I have. We already have one that we use around in here in the house whenever we go out or something. And that's a really good one. So I'm more than one occasion, I was like, will I have enough battery? Yeah. This square thing can hold like a lot of battery. It's really, really good. What worries me is Your phone. the phone. Yeah. Okay, can we take a second for you? Can, can you show, look how pretty this looks in the screen. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, this looks so freaking beautiful on the screen. Yeah. Do you see it? Looks so cute. Okay, I, I was just showing Natalie's <laughs> rainbow. Um, if you want to see how it looks like, you have to go on YouTube and check it out. Yeah, or wait a few more weeks and I'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go to YouTube and see how it looks in there. <laughs> wow, the vote of confidence <laughs> I'm getting here. Well, no, you said that now after this, it should be good. It, it should be. Now, like, the nothing is stopping me anymore. Yeah. I got, I mean, this is my fourth square. I'm done. Nice. So I'm a third of the blanket. Well, it's only, if you think about it, it's only two rows, so it's round, so it should be yeah. like. Also, I just noticed on the screen, again, if you're watching, we have a friend in here. Yeah. This is my little turtle friend. I made it today. It's my pattern. And I, it just. No, it's your soon to be pattern because it's not yet a pattern. Yeah, it's not yet a pattern. But it's. It'll be a pattern before this blanket is a pattern, <laughs> but let's ignore that. <laughs> it, needs, it needs a little fixed because. Yes. I, it needs a bit of love. Yeah. But it's a good start. It's cute. Um, but yeah, so I think that's all for today's episode. Wait, we forgot one thing. What? You also need price tags or signage oh, yes. for your pricing. People want to know how much your items are. And yeah. I'm telling you, do not try to memorize how much everything is mm -mm. and just tell people you're going to forget. People want to see it. People are often also shy to ask. That's what I was going to say. I'm the type of one that I don't like asking. No, I browse price. around and I'm like, oh, I don't see yeah. the price. Okay. Also, don't talk to me. Sometimes I'm I will ask. Kind of sometimes I'm like, oh, how, like, you know, especially now that I'm, a maker myself, if I can say that. Yeah. Like, I feel more comfortable talking to other makers. So I'll ask questions about how they do things or whatever. And I'll um, I'll be more inclined to ask the price of things. Sorry for the noise. Um, but it's always this awkward moment where they're like, oh, it's this much. And you're like, cool, cool. Thank I'm just going to put it back casually and walk away because this is out of my price. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm the shy type, and I'm like, please don't talk to me. If you say hi to me, if you need anything, just let me know. That's all I need. I yeah. don't need to know more details. Just please don't. So I love price tags and signs. And in the next episode, we're going to tell you which one is our favorite. Yes, between the two. Between but the plan two. plan to have one or the other. Or both. Or both. Yeah, a mix of both, too, can work. Yeah. And the um, other thing that I was going to mention is having a little form of something to hold your business cards. Yes, business cards mm -hmm. and a business card holder. Yeah, business is card a and great a business ideas. Card. Yeah. Um, Some people put them in like very cute um, 
plates. Mm -hmm. um, I have just a normal um, business card holder. So people can just grab it. And a lot got... of people get my business card. They grab it. Yes. I noticed that a lot of people will. And some people aren't ready to buy or they don't have the budget that day. But they'll ask for a business card. And they, mm -hmm. like I had orders through Instagram from people that had seen me at markets. And yeah, I was like. me too. I didn't actually think that would be a thing. But it is. Yeah. Um, and you have the holder. I got a cute little basket at Ikea. Oh, and this nice. tiny little plant. Uh -huh. And the plant is kind of spiky. So I put one business card like in the plant. Cute. And then I put a little pile in the basket in front of the plant. Nice. That's what I did. That's cute. Yeah. So business cards and card holder. So all that, you already have everything you need for your setup. And again, browse Pinterest. Look for... Uh, market display ideas and you're gonna have plenty of things that people are using so yeah and we talked about like the basics of necessities you can yeah. also find a bunch of things to make it cute you can yeah. have banners you can have little battery operated string lights you can yeah. have like there's so many other things that you can there do to is, make it cute there is one girl at one market that she had helium balloons Ooh. because it was a way to tell customers on her Instagram find the helium balloons. She was That's the only one smart. at that market with helium balloons and she had a bunch and then she would just say find the helium balloons and then everybody knew where she was because <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> obvious and you yeah. can see them from anywhere. So there's a lot of things that you can do. There's a lot of different displays that you can make yourself that you can you can buy. But if it's your first market, make it simple, especially when you are on a budget and being on a budget doesn't mean your display needs to be ugly or boring. You can make it super cute with things that are very, very affordable at Ikea or the dollar store. Yes. Like you can make that display look way, way more expensive than it actually is. Absolutely. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Yeah. And if you have any questions, something to tell us, you have a story a rude customer, somebody stole your pattern, whatever you want to give you us. Wanna spill the tea, if you want to spill the tea, you can email us at dropastitchpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to know all your stories. dirty stories. No, not dirty stories. No, just not stories. Dirty. <laughs> just no, 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 no kind of stories. All your tea. You all, your tea. all your tea. Yeah, I would really, really like to do an episode of that just reading yes. you guys stories so please send us your stories if you, we're not gonna say your name we're not gonna know who you are we're just gonna read it anonymously in one episode so in the fun. future i know i would love like that. a venting session episode yes. where like people tell us everything that annoys them or things that have happened and they can't believe yeah be so i would fun. really really like to do that so i think we should mention that in the next episode where people at the beginning of the episode know these requests yes. so they can actually do it because i don't know if everybody gets to yes, the end of the, the episode the end. yeah of course they do <laughs> of course they do <laughs> um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy today today i Today's hope you guys enjoy today's episode if you're watching on youtube leave us a comment if yes. you're watching or listening rather anywhere else please leave us a five-star reviews because that that helps us grow and be seen by more people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, have a great week, everyone. Oh, oh. I forgot to say, this is part one of the two episodes we're doing about market setup.
Just that. I hope you guys have a great weekend. <laughs> Rest of your week. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.